Hello, friends. Welcome to Emmanuel Cares, a podcast of Emmanuel Lutheran Church of Shirley, Wisconsin. I am Pastor Dave Rudat. Today we are looking at a sermon from Luke chapter 4, beginning at verses 38 to 44. Here we see when Jesus leaves, it's always for something better. It's really hard when Jesus leaves, when it seems like Jesus is far away that he isn't here. But is that really the case, or is what he has for us something better than what we're looking for? Let's join the worshipers on January 30th, 2022. Jesus got up, left the synagogue, and went into Simon's house. Simon's mother-in-law was suffering with a high fever. They asked him to help her. He stood over her, rebuked the fever, and it left her. Immediately she got up and began to serve them. As the sun was setting, they brought to him all who were sick with various diseases. He laid his hands on every one of them and healed them. Demons also came out of many people, crying out, You are the Son of God! He rebuked them and did not allow them to speak because they knew that he was the Christ. When it was day, he went out to a deserted place. The crowds were looking for him. They went up to him and were trying to prevent him from leaving them. But he told them, I must preach the good news of the kingdom of God to the other towns too because that is why I was sent. And he continued to preach in the synagogues in the land of the Jews. This is God's word. I invite you to pray with me. Direct us now, gracious Lord, to hear aright your holy word. Assist your minister to preach and let the Holy Spirit teach. And let eternal life be found by all who hear the gospel sound. Amen. Please be seated. Dear friends in Christ, they wanted Jesus to stay. Who wouldn't? The people of Capernaum were very different from the people of Nazareth. When Jesus preached in Nazareth, they liked how he looked up there in the synagogue. They liked how he seemed to sound. He sounded confident and clear. But they did not like what he had to say that he was the Messiah. Capernaum was different. Not only did they like how he said things and how he was in front of them in their midst, they also liked what he had to say and listened. So much so that the demons responded. And Jesus rebuked them there in the synagogue And the demons left. Then Jesus goes to the mother of Simon, mother in law of Simon, and rebukes her fever. There's more demon possession. He rebukes that. There are people who are sick. Everyone who came to Jesus who was sick was healed. Jesus, in a very real way, there in Capernaum, wasn't just rebuking the demons, but as Luke clues us in with that vocabulary word, he was rebuking all evil. 
evil, the way that the Bible understands and communicates to us, the way that Luther summarized in his explanation in the Lord's Prayer, evil is any danger that threatens our body or our soul. They wanted him to stay. And who wouldn't? Not only did he have a wonderful message that they wanted to hear that he was the Messiah, but look at what he was doing. But Jesus responds and says, I must preach the good news of the kingdom of God to the other towns too, because that is why I was sent. Jesus had to, must leave. The people would get sick again. There would still be diseases in Capernaum. The devil and his his angels might still harass them in the future. There is something that Jesus must do. The reason why he was sent to preach, yes, but go to Calvary's cross and to suffer and die and rise again. And one day, cause all of the folks who, were, who believed in him in Capernaum to rise again on the last day so that he could fulfill their prayer and ours to deliver us from evil. That no more would evil harass us. Evil that would threaten our body or our soul. He must leave to finish his work of delivering from evil. But that was tough for the people of Capernaum to hear. And it's tough for us too. Because there are some times when we are facing difficulty, illness, disease, stress, something going on in our life when it seems like Jesus isn't there, that he has left Jesus, you are a kind of God who heals people. You are merciful. You healed me now. Then, how come you're not healing me now? When I was uh, 20 years old, my father, who was a Lutheran pastor in a congregation, finally got his dream call. He was going to teach full-time at Manitowoc Lutheran High School, something that he had been doing part-time, but now he was going to do it full-time. But then he started to notice that he didn't have the strength that he used to have. He went to doctors, this doctor and that doctor, found out he got cancer. And over the next nine months, new treatments were given, but they didn't work. He got weaker and weaker. I remember, I don't remember which day it was. I do remember the sun was shining so bright that day. It was an afternoon sun, and my dad was laying in his bed too weak to get up. I entered the room, and he said something to me that I didn't want to hear. He said, I don't know why I'm still here. 
Now, for a 20-year-old college student studying to be a pastor, I didn't want to hear that. Dad, don't you want to be there to preach and hear me preach my first sermon? Don't you want to be there and preach for my ordination? Don't you want to be there to preach for my wedding? Don't you want to hold your grandchildren that I would produce for you in your arms? I don't know why I'm still here. He wanted to be with his Lord and Savior. And during the times when I was grieving his passing, it did seem that Jesus had left. But Jesus uses evil. He uses bad things that happen to us so that we would focus our attention on what is most important. Not that he bring healing to this life, but that he would deliver us from all evil, from all sin, Take us to be with him in heaven. That's why he's here. And that's why sometimes in our life, Jesus has to leave so that we would focus on what is most important. Him living for us and dying for us to take away our sin. That is so much better than having a God who just helps us from time to time with our illnesses and diseases. A God who promises, a God who says, I must do this. I, this is the reason why I'm sent, because he loves you and me so much. He wants you and me to be with him in heaven forever. When Jesus leaves, it's only for something better. that we would have our hearts turned toward him and to grow in faith and dependence on his word. Jesus left Capernaum, but did he really leave? Not in some strange mystical way where if the people had their minds in the right Spot, that he would be with them, that he would always be with them as long as they remembered him. Not that like that, but did Jesus really leave Capernaum? That's why I have it in air quotes on your sermon theme. What were they doing on the Sabbath day? Reading from the Old Testament? Who's in the Old Testament? Jesus. The promised Messiah who would not only take away sin, but have to suffer and die to take away that sin. Who not only would suffer and die and rise again, but also would come again in glory to rescue us from sin. From the curse that began in the garden. Jesus never really left Capernaum. He was there in his word. The word of our God is the tool, as I mentioned in our children's sermon, for his kingdom to grow. And that's the word that we need when we are struggling with life. That's the word that is used to grow this congregation in this little portion of the world. 
I mentioned at our annual meeting last Tuesday, I had this idea of doing cottage meetings in the month of February. Because this congregation really is still in a, in a moment of transition. We've, you've had uh, your ministry in the past is not the ministry that is today. What would you like to do? How would you like the ministry of this congregation to go forward? Cottage meetings is, is where you get families together in family living rooms. I'm there. Maybe council members are also there if they have time. And we listen and talk about the ministry that's happening here at Emmanuel and maybe bouncing some ideas off of each other where it could go. I'm really excited about where we are here at Emmanuel and where we could go. But it is very important that it is the word that leads us there. Jesus does not leave you alone. He has given you his word. He doesn't just want a relationship with you on Sunday. He wants it the rest of the week. And not only does Jesus want to have a relationship with you in his word, but Jesus has said, here is a pastor who's going to share God's word with you throughout the week, who's available, willing to do so. Yes, he's got his foibles and mistakes and weaknesses, but he is here to bring you Christ. Take advantage of that. Because Jesus never leaves, quote-unquote. He is here in his word, and he sends his servants to preach and teach God's word to you. Sometimes Jesus doesn't act the way that we would expect him to act. We expect him just to make our lives better. And we realize that he has something better for us than just making our lives better. He has himself and his word. And he will promise, and he has promised, never to leave us or forsake us. That wherever two or three are gathered in my name, there I am. No matter what life throws at us, as individuals, as a family, as a congregation, a country, church that cares, as a church body, as a group of Christians, part of this one holy Christian church, the communion of saints, Jesus promises never to leave us. He is right here in his word, promising us something better than what we would expect. And he will deliver on that promise. Amen. Please stand. The peace of God, which is beyond all human understanding, keep our hearts and our minds in Christ Jesus. Amen.